0: Welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. If you're watching on Facebook Live, to my left is KB. What's going on, brother? How you doing, bud? Doing pretty good. We have a uh, we have a pretty packed show today, as I'm trying to share this on Facebook Live simultaneously. Um, what do we got going on today, KB? Review some Wonder Woman. Uh, we both saw Wonder Woman. Yep. Uh, I think uh, we have... We're going to try to keep it... Try not, sure trying not have, to ruin it too yeah, much. We yeah, we don't because we want because we know it's still a new film, but we want to just give our overall thoughts. Um, I also am going to give the thoughts of others, which is kind of interesting. Cool. Uh, we have a couple other things on the docket today, but before we jump into it, I just want to say. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Pacheco's Furniture, located in Fall River, Massachusetts. Uh, you see their information right now, 663 Bedford Street, Fall River, Mass. Uh, they give they provide moving uh, services if you're moving, or they're having a huge 50% off right now. So that if you're looking for furniture, DVDs, video game systems, Cody boxes, go check out our friends at Pacheco's Furniture. That being said, KB... Um, before before we get into the crux of what we mm-hmm. like the the, the specifics or, or we start reviewing it, overall, how would you rate the movie one through ten? Ten being good.
1: Uh, about a nine. I give it a nine. A lot of reviewers have been giving it an eight. I I, I think it's I think it's it's definitely the best DC product yet.
0: Well, for me current current, current. so current yeah. Let's let's the current DC universe between uh, Man of Steel. Yep. I'm going to take these off.
1: Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and Suicide Squad. Like, this movie is far and away the best. Also, Also, another note is, you know, as everybody knows, I mean, we're huge Guardians of the Galaxy fans on this show. Um... If, I, if you ask me to see Wonder Woman again or Guardians 2 again, I would go see Wonder Woman again. Yeah, there, it's, Definitely. there's a lot of stuff. It, it, it's, uh, it, it's really
0: good. Lots of Easter eggs in there, too. You know, I didn't pay attention to
1: t- tons of them. I was really focused on the story because the story... I was very surprised because this was the first DC movie where I felt like the story stayed in line and really stayed focused. And I didn't yeah. feel a little... Dis- I didn't feel disjointed at all in this movie. And that's that's one of the things I really liked about it is that it... it was easy to follow. I think some of the DC movies are tougher to follow if you're not familiar with some characters or you're not familiar with some of the circumstances or some of the comic books. This movie, I felt like you didn't really need to know anything. Maybe a little bit, but you could, you could, you could enjoy it without knowing much. Absolutely. Um, outside of the movie, so well,
0: they they took they took a lot of it's time. Fantastic. And again, we, we we're not going to go too spoiler yep. heavy, but we do want to talk uh, the the first piece of the good portion of the first piece of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'd say for a good 15, 15, 20 minutes, maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, takes place on Themyscira. Um, Basically, just shows Diana growing Growing up up and just, like, how she becomes... Wonder Woman, like, and it's just—it's a really, just a, a really cool, like, it's gorgeous—the c- scenery and the CGI and yep. special effects. And, and
1: uh, what's the other thing? The, the, we always talk about how dark these movies are. This movie was brighter, as lighter. we were hoping for. Yeah, it was a lot lighter.
0: I don't want to go to Marvel Avengers, like all kinds of like quips, like Joss Whedon is yeah. known for, but a little levity, a little, a little, a couple of jokes peppered in. I, yep. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, um, uh,
1: uh, enough comedic uh, stuff to, to. Enough to fill the appetite, I guess, Absolutely. for a movie yeah. like this. um, The other thing is I think Gal Gadot did wonderful. Yeah. I, she, yeah. You know, I think some people are kind of questioning how good it would be. We saw a glimpse of it in Batman versus Superman. And she was one of the bright spots of Batman yeah. versus Superman. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting, you know, I got what I expected. You know, I, I, I think she, she did really well. But I think some people were probably not sold on her. Um, I, a, a little fact, I, from what I understand, she was five months pregnant when she was filming.
0: I did not know that. I heard that today. Somebody, somebody that. was saying That's that. That's Interesting.
1: Um, I, we we have to we'd have to fact check that one, but I, I heard that today. Um, and and I think a lot of the the supporting characters were also very good in this movie. Um, like you said, we have some some, some characters that played a c- comedic kind of. Of the guys later on. Um, and the Steve Trevor character was done very well as well. Chris Pine. Yes, Chris Pine. Captain Captain. Great job.
0: Steve Trevor. Yeah. Uh, before so. we get too deep into this, just want to say some folks on uh, Facebook Live John Viveris, Paul Tavares, uh, both saying hello. What's up, guys? Uh, you know, Great to see you guys. Uh, we're gonna try a couple different things, so if you guys bear with us, I want to see what you guys think of this because I, I spent some time working on something. uh Oh, and well, creative the in the lab, Yeah, yeah. The evil was, genius. Yeah, well, That that'd be a great like villain for me to to portray. Evil genius. Yeah. Just um, the evil genius. Yeah. And for those that are watching, I'm going to mention this a couple times uh, throughout the month of June. Share this share this video to your page. Share it to your you know, or as as long as I see the share button on the on the Facebook page, you are entered. To win, I'm putting together this like giant prize pack. Um, I've already put about a hundred dollars into it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to have some ties to Wonder Woman, some ties to Spider-Man: Homecoming, some pops, uh, some pop figures. So basically, if you think of like Trades. kind of like a, a loot crate type thing, it's basically the same idea. Jay Free went in, bought a bunch of stuff, put it together in a box. and I'm going to give it away to one and of our
1: uh, the uh, Free Your Geek T-shirt,
0: right? And a Free Your Geek T-shirt, which a lot of people have been wanting. Yeah, and you're just going to have to whoever wins, just going to have to let me know their yeah. size, and I'll be able to get that. But um. Oh, hey, Aaron Ferreira-Sullivan. Hi, buddy. Thank you for joining us, too. Um, but yeah, so keep in mind, we're going to be doing this every week for the month of June. We're <laughs> going to pick the winner, I believe, on the July 13th show. Um, and we'll at least reveal the winner there. It gives me plenty <laughs> enough time to get the shirts needed and whatnot. So um, I just want to say that there's been tons of Jonathans that have shared the podcast yeah, so far. That's interesting. Uh, we have, uh, you know, John Viveris, our buddy over here. We've had... Uh, John Van Damage, uh, no relation. Um, we've had Johnny Leathers share the yeah. podcast. My buddy uh, John, and I don't know how to pronounce your last name, so if I, if you're watching and I butcher it, I apologize, but I believe it's a Uh he, he shared it as well, so we had a lot of Jonathans uh, sharing this stuff. So Wonder Woman, though, let's get back on yeah. track. Let's get back on track. Um, the story was great. So, mm-hmm. again, we spent a lot of time on Themyscira. Chris Pine's steam and just Steve enough, Trevor. not too much, yeah, just enough, yeah. which was good because you didn't want to drag that out too long, but again, one of the Easter eggs, and again, slight spoilers when uh, Steve Trevor calls it Paradise Island, which mm-hmm. is what it used to be known as before it was named like in the late eighties and they called it mm-hmm. the Mascara, so it's just I just really enjoyed myself personally, how Diana kind of grows from being this this. You know, young girl among all these like Amazon warriors that are fighting, and she wants to fight. And her mother, basically, is saying, y- "This is not your life." Mm. And you know, without giving too much away, you know, she I mean, I always
1: felt like Hippolyta never makes the best decisions about things.
0: True. Like true. if you think
1: about all the formats and media types of e- in games and in, in in books and movies, I feel like she she's uh, she's a leader that actually never makes <laughs> some of the better decisions. I'm thinking about it.
0: Yeah, but she's still she's still. A legend and a uh, legend and smart enough smart and strong enough yeah. as, as a woman to like lead the Amazon. She's their leader, you know. So, I think she's doing the best with you know the the situation that's been dealt to her and, yep. and the things you know. There's things in the background that have happened that we're not going to talk too too much about because it's in the movie. Yep. Um, but basically. Diana eventually leaves. Themyscira becomes Wonder Woman. And now that I'm thinking about it, do they actually ever call her Wonder Woman in the movie? I don't think they did. I don't did. think they do. I think it was just Diana the entire time.
1: You know what the other thing about this, the nice thing about this movie is like, if you never even picked up a Wonder Woman comic book before, like you're getting the origin. You're getting the starting point. Think about it. Like after the movie, you could pick up a Wonder Woman comic book and just start reading, really.
0: Yes. Yes and no. Um, in a lot of ways. Because the origin, of they go into her origin a little bit. We're not going to give it away yeah. here. But They basically used both origins that she's had in the comics. The one that she has in the comics now is her previous origin, not the one that the movie gives away. Okay. So that's a little bit different. Because of Rebirth and... Yeah. uh, No, actually, it was The New 52. 52. When The New 52 (laughs) 52 launched in 2011, they gave Wonder Woman a new uh, origin story, which is what the movie goes into. Okay. They retconned it to the original one that was in place beforehand. So anyway... Uh, we can talk about that off yeah. here because that's, that's boring stuff. We don't want to uh, talk yeah. too much about that. But yeah, so basically she leaves Themyscira and then she goes back to, for lack of a better term, man's world uh, You know, outside of all these Amazons. And now she's basically seeing, and, and her whole purpose, um, why all these other Amazons are training, are to combat Ares. Ares, yep. And once she finds, once Steve Trevor shows up on the island and says, you know, that the whole scene, we've talked about it, mm-hmm. is set during... World War One, so he's talking about the Great War. Diana believes this is Ares, and she needs to put a stop to him. So she ends up going back with Steve Trevor. And, not fully
1: understanding the world.
0: Right, not understanding the world. And it's, it's it kind of reminded me, there's been a lot of um, comparisons to the first Captain America movie. Yep. and I, th- I, I think it's really close. I think it's close, but I also think it's kind of a hybrid, but if you want to compare it to that, to that of uh, Thor and... Captain America, because in the first Thor movie, yep. total god fish out of water storyline. He doesn't yep. know what's going on. They take those, you know, and it's elements the same, of, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly those elements. Because Diana is, um, you know, she's not dealt with. She doesn't know what's going on. She's she's used to the Amazon way of life with you know swords and bows and you know knives and shields. And, and, to, not
1: and, and to give you an, an idea, like that leads to the comedy in some cases. Yep. Um, not to give away all the things, but there there there's a there's a there's a, uh, there's a sequence where she's. You know, trying to fit in, and they're changing her clothes and putting her in all these different outfits. And it, it's actually—I'm it, not gonna say it's laugh-out-loud funny, but it's amusing.
0: It's—it is amusing. It's that's, amusing. That's a great way of saying it. You know? But the main takeaway from this movie—I mean, obviously, she's—that's—that's that's the whole bit. We're introduced to other uh, secondary villains mm-hmm. as well throughout, and you, you see the photo from Batman versus yep. Superman come back into play, and how the origin of that happened, which is—I thought so was now a you cool understand story. that photo, right? Um, but honestly, this put a female protagonist in the driver's seat she doesn't need a man and i love that like she was protecting steve trevor like
1: but that's how it always is anyway really no i know
0: but i'm saying you see all these other superhero movies for a long time and i'm glad we've kind of gotten away from that but the females typically were the damsel in distress superman mary jane gwen yeah. stacy lois, lois, lois lane you know just somebody that the hero has to go save and they've they've you know obviously years and years ago they've they started you know getting a sign of that, the yeah. times but like lois was this headstrong reporter who wouldn't just you know be getting caught for no reason she right. was doing her job and she was good at her job except she
1: just didn't know what to f- what to do with the spare but
0: that's okay right we'll leave the spare alone that's from the movie. I'm saying just in the comic <laughs> I'm, I'm world. Just, I know. I'm just messing with her. <laughs> but I'm just, I was just really, really excited just to see, like, that, yes, there were some romantic elements in the yep. movie. I don't think it was overdone. wasn't overdone, no. I don't think nope. it was, like, in your face. I don't think it was a main plot point. It was more her, uh, Steve being enamored with Wonder Woman than it was, I think, the other way around. Um, and it's just, you know, somebody made a good point, point. Um, and I can't remember who, but they talked about how uh, Didn't you say you had some comments from outside of uh, the show? Oh, I, oh, I'm gonna get to okay. that. I'm gonna get to that. Okay, um, but I do want to say, like, it, she comes from a p- place of love, mm-hmm. and it's it's not like this very dark. No. And that's what I think the, the the idea was between Batman versus Superman, between Suicide Squad, between Man of Steel. It was all dark and broody and gritty. And she, well, female director probably helped with this a little. Well, bit. Well, that's that's what I want to talk about. And That's when we get to yeah. the comments. Uh, Patty Jenkins, uh, first female in history. First female. She's director. breaking records yeah, for she's a female she's director. Breaking right all now. kinds of records right now. Biggest opening for a female director. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, I just really think this movie, though, is such a good piece for for not just I don't want to for them to build on well, DC needs to build no, on I something. I don't want to be though. cliche, but I mean, like for women, just for women that are into yeah. this, into superheroes, into comic books. Into it's not just like here's a bunch of dudes you need to relate to. Yeah. Here's a girl. Scratch that. Woman. Rewind. Here's a woman that kicks ass and she's she's loving she's affectionate but she's also in the outfit is sexy but not over the top yeah it, cuz
1: it, it's not it's not like black widow where she's fully covered cuz she's not fully covered her face her legs are showing and but, but it's, for it's, 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 it's for a purpose it's for a purpose but it's it, it's tasteful you know what i mean it's completely tasteful so i i really love the movie i thought it was yep. good i thought it was yep. fantastic and it and it was worth seeing in 3d
0: yeah, it was. It definitely was. Sure. There's
1: some stuff that that you appreciate. But my
0: point was like this is a a woman who is headstrong. She she's on she doesn't let anything else define her. She's she doesn't um
1: not even not even her not even the Amazons.
0: Right. She's she's she's, she's this is what she yeah. wants to do. She's making her choice. She's sticking with her guns and but she's not she's not uh she's not getting any like her legs cut on for It's her way. She's yeah. going to do it. She's headstrong. She pushes forward. She doesn't let anything stand in her way, and I just think that there
1: were there were actually scenes that were inspiring. Getting right, to your point, right? Th- that you can honestly sit there and say, "Wow, that's <coughs> that's somebody taking charge, leading leading the charge," and it's just it, it's inspiring. Some of it, so that's that's always good to have in a movie some ins- inspiration.
0: Yeah, so I I yeah. agree with you. I'd give it an, uh, an eight out of ten. I think it's the best. There were a couple of things, a couple of scenes that are, they weren't like deal breakers for me. But like,
1: there was a couple little sloppy edits. Yeah, it was. It was. But it, wasn't it was editing.
0: It wasn't the acting. Nope. It wasn't the storyline. It was the editing. Um, but other than that, I think it was. It was a damn good film yeah. for for Warner Brothers for DC, yeah, uh, and for females.
1: So, so uh, we want to get to the comments, because there's yeah, something else I wanted to, to talk about too. Because yeah, I wanted to talk about the Justice League trailer.
0: Okay. Well, let's get to the comments first while we're still kay. in Wonder Woman, um, and we have. Uh, I basically went through, scoured through Twitter, and found some uh, some fun tweets. And uh, I'm going to get my tweeter. page here because I don't want to read it off the screen. So bear with me, folks. Grr. I want to talk about Gail Simone. Do you okay. know Gail Simone?
1: Yes, Red Sonya writer.
0: Red Sonya, Batgirl, Red Sonja Wonder things. Woman. She wrote Red Wonder Woman. Sony is the, the latest that that's she's the latest that she's doing now. She's um, got a lot of credit. She for. went on a whole rant on Twitter. Okay. And she says. You guys, you guys, I just saw Wonder Woman. That's the first tweet. So I'm going to just read it It looks very exciting because she's writing it. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. 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 That's like her fifth tweet. This is a true thing that happened. I left the theater at almost 10 p.m. And walking out, I just let out a war yell without intending to. My hubby is laughing because I don't know what to do with myself. I want to see it eight more times right now. So that's the first. That's that's a Wait, huge.
1: Okay, but let's but let's let's pause and talk about it though. That's a huge compliment. This is a woman who writes female leads. Yeah, it is is known for writing female leads. Is respected for writing female leads. So if she's saying this, it, it
0: means a lot. Well, she keeps tweeting. I got my next. Tweet. But,
1: it, but it's worth more than awards. I'm saying like it's. To the comic book community,
0: she says, "The very first shots of the Amazons told me we were in good hands. I was so nervous, and I'm not going to say the swear, but holy s, that sounds so super cheesy too." Yeah, but, uh, and then she goes, she goes on to tweet, sheesh, "It was holy sheesh, holy sheesh." Yeah, she goes on to tweet, "It was so lovely to have a superhero movie be about something, something worth imparting." Mm-hmm. Next tweet, I don't want to talk spoilers, but there is so much to love here: outstanding script, perfect casting, best direction and then her last tweet uh, that i pulled for this goes so patty jenkins you warrior queen you miracle chef you made the <laughs> movie they said could never be made amazon salute
1: her twitter account i i know like we follow her so her twitter account is always interesting to read she she posts a lot
0: of she's very passionate stuff. she is very she very, very passionate and, and really just does. the fact that again uh, the reason i picked those because It's somebody from within the comic book industry, somebody that wrote Wonder Woman. It's like a George Lucas giving credit to a sci-fi movie. Yeah, or or even just like uh, if they were like Disney making you know movies without Lucas in mind, doing these prequels. If Lucas isn't involved at all and he enjoys it, that's that's kind of yeah, very similar. It's very similar. I want to go to another tweet from the original Wonder Woman herself, Linda Carter, from the the TV show. she tweeted at Patty Jenkins and said, Wonder Woman is breaking box office records. Bravo, Patty Jenkins. Bravo, Gal Gadot. Bravo, Chris, Pry- uh, Chris Pine. And then Patty Jenkins says, bravo, you, Linda. Come on. Let's admit what was major in starting all of this. And then she puts a bunch of heart. Well, movies. Well, it's true. But again, true. just, you know. Mutual I, respect. A lot of. I just love seeing, like, these other creators in the industry, somebody yeah. that played Wonder New Woman. New blood. Giving, giving love back. yeah. I, but I but, I love but that.
1: The, the new blood of of, of of this team, if if Patty Jenkins, I'm assuming if they did another Wonder Woman movie, I'm assuming they'd probably put her back
0: in yeah. charge. Well, Wonder Woman is a very powerful, not just emotionally, yeah. but physically. Yeah. You know who else is physically strong? The Hulk.
1: Oh, the Hulk had something to say about Wonder Woman, huh?
0: Mark Ruffalo says, yay, Wonder Woman shatters box office with biggest female director opening ever. And he puts the link, and then Patty Jenkins replies and says, Thank you so much, Mark. I've told you before, I've been a super admirer of you and your work forever. Touched by your support. So even Marvel now, Marvel folk are getting into this. Want to talk about more Marvel folk? Let's talk about James Gunn, the director of Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy. Many (laughs) congrats to at Patty Jenkins and her awesome Wonder Woman on what looks to be an over 100 million opening weekend. To which she replied... So impressive. Thank you, James Gunn. You're a great filmmaker and friend to others. I really appreciate that. And it's why you do the great work that you do. Yeah. So again, just the love coming back and And people forth. see this on the big screen, too. Yeah.
1: Don't, don't wait for it to come on Blu-ray. Go, go see my, it on the big screen. My
0: favorite, though. So I want go, to I go back to a, a two-shot of us real quick. Yeah. Another director, great, great person, uh, very big on female empowerment. He had a series called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He Uh directed The Avengers. And he weighed in a little bit, and I'm going to swear on this, but he weighed in a little bit. Did you hear about the controversy that they were having women-only screenings and people were having a problem with that? Women-only screenings? They were doing, when Wonder Woman first premiered, they were doing female-only audiences and a bunch of people that like to stir stuff up. How come that's not fair? That's sexist? Calm down. So Joss, (laughs) Joss Whedon had, in my opinion the perfect comeback for that and he goes I got to see Wonder Woman by myself weeks ago so shut up there's already been a man only screening oh and it's a goddamn delight <laughs> so i just i love Joss Whedon who's like he was he didn't break down barriers but he was pushing those barriers back in you know 1996 1997 yeah. with Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, and showing that you know this female empowerment uh just and we talked about it last week yeah. you know Buffy was one of my picks for uh you know one of the most badass female characters, and uh, you know, Joss Whedon is a big proponent of that, and he he's all about equality, and I love it. And I just think that for people to complain that there were female-only screenings, I was like, how many other superhero movies are you know don't have a female lead that a female is driving this movie? I, I think it's
1: I think it was important for them to
0: do this. I agree. I absolutely. I, agree.
1: I think the opposite of what people are thinking. I think it was y- so, you want to see what the female audience is going to think first.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't even care. I don't even care about that. I'm just like. To me, it's like... Or, or just embrace the moment. Exactly. Like, this is yeah. what the movie is celebrating. Why can't we... And it Powerful wasn't, it women, wasn't like so. It wasn't out, like, two weeks before anybody else yeah. got to see it. Just let them have... I'm just going to... This is going to sound so... It's
1: cliche. been male-driven for so long. Let the women have their moment.
0: Or or just let yeah. them... Th- that the history is being made. and There's going to be a female in the superhero genre, which has been around... I mean, they had the Supergirl movie way, way back yeah. in the 80s, but I mean, like... And yes, like horror genres and whatnot have a lot of strong female leads. Supergirl,
1: yet while it's unique, it still really kind of you know copies off of Superman. And well, yes, it's a but I, well, story. So my
0: point though is that this is the first movie in the current era since you want to talk about X Men and back in yep. the early two thousands, you know. Uh, all the way through the Spider-Mans, the Batmans, the Nolan Batmans. Yeah, there's been, no, there's been nothing for female this is leads. The f- I mean, we've had Tomb Raider, which is a video game, but again, it was still o- a little bit more sexualized. And they well, Angelina it Jolie, it's hard right. to get away from that. But I, what I'm, what I'm, my point is, is that this is the first movie that a female is kind of helming it, a female director is directing it, and it's breaking box office records, and it's doing so well, and I could not be more happy. Same here, brother. Okay, let's put a pin in that. Um, let's go. uh, Yeah, <laughs> John Rivera makes a great point. Says no pressure, Miss Marvel movie, no pressure. And uh, Paul agrees. It is definitely cool, fellas. Female lead, I agree. I agree. And it's it's again, it wasn't handled in a way. You know, it wasn't overly sexualized. It wasn't overly, you know, I don't want to say emotional, but you know that you see the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not. She's just badass, and she's headstrong, and we can
1: see too. And I love it. A lot of times in these reboots of characters, you got to be careful. And it's a reboot done right. Like if you look at right. Wonder Woman traditionally, right, and how she dresses and how she acts, this does not frown on any of the original content. No, in any way, not. shape, or form, or re- ruin the original content, or do, you know, or, or embarrass the original content. Like that's the nice thing about this is that I feel like it doesn't go over the top in that regards. It, it really. Still holds true to the you know for the character that's been out for seventy five years, so yeah you know there's nothing wrong
0: with that I just before we kind of uh, end cap this this yep. Wonder Woman talking we will talk about the Justice League trailer um I just want to give a quick shout out to my buddy Paul he has an audio only podcast right now he's uh our neighbors to the north and the north remembers uh, that's a Game of Thrones reference um but he has a podcast called The Bats, Bows, and Books Podcast, and uh, he just did a Wonder Woman show today as well, so we're releasing it at the same time. Um, he's very knowledgeable. He's very passionate. So if you ever want to go check out, uh, he talks everything from horror to comic books to TV shows, all within the the nerd genre as well. Um, he's really into horror. Uh, he's really into music. He, he's He loves scores. He talks mm-hmm. for... You know, he had, a, he had a whole show on the Injustice video game and talked about all the voice casting. He's very knowledgeable. So uh, I'll put the link uh, a little bit later in the video. Check the comments. Um, I'll pin the comment to the top, too. But check him out, too. Uh, he's a great guy, knows his stuff. So check out the Bats, Bows, and Books podcast. Um, now, moving on to Justice League trailer. KB, what do you want to say on that? Um, just that it was awesome. <laughs> That's my
1: comment. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it was nice to see really get to see like what Flash is going to look like, to see what Cyborg is going to look like, to see uh, a lot of Aquaman in that trailer. Yeah. A lot of Aquaman in that trailer. I liked seeing there's a little comical piece in that trailer.
0: Yep. That
1: yeah. is giving me hope that some of this lighter content that we've seen in Wonder Woman will continue to see
0: a little bit of that in the Justice League. And just just for me to jump in real quick, uh, that video was already shared on our uh, Facebook page. Yep. Uh, it was, it, we saw it came out. Like a couple months ago, like two months ago, was nice seeing it, it on the it was, big yeah, on the big screen. It was you can really
1: see it, and amazing. you got that feel for what it really is. You know, uh, when we stream our videos on our you know our our social media and stuff, it's it's not the same,
0: right? It's right. No, if you're looking at it on you know on yeah. your laptop at work or on your phone, yeah, it's cool yeah. and. It's great, but seeing it in that yeah, yeah it's just you, not the same in the theater. It's amazing. But the so so, scene. and I,
1: I like being able to see the effects on the screen and being like, wow, like this is this is going. This looks like it's going to be awesome. It does still feel a little dark, but I guess it depends on where it's taking place. And I'm curious what the underwater world is going to look like with Aquaman and stuff, and how well it's going to be done. So uh,
0: I'm I'm curious. I like I loved how Mera looked. She yeah. was amazing. Um, I want to point out Paul's making a comment right now. He said, "Speaking of the Flash, isn't he just the biggest dork in that video?" Uh, he had to laugh, and and he yeah. sent, he, he sent us a video. And uh, what do you think of the costume? I think it's cool. Yeah, but to me, Barry Might Allen. Little... Barry Allen, yeah. to Paul's comment though, is that bit of a dork. So I mean, I yeah. I love seeing the different because Aquaman's gonna be a badass. Carl, Carl Drogo. Yeah, please, please. Yeah, um, you know, and then super. Uh, well, we don't know if Superman's gonna be in. There's there's rumors. Mm. Come on, you can't have a Justice League without Superman. They show Lois Lane in the trailer, so I'm putting two and two together there. But Wonder Woman being badass, Batman being badass, Aquaman being badass. It's cool to have like a dorky character as well. You know what
1: I'm hoping for, though? I'm hoping that Affleck gets to really do a good Batman in a good script. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just with the way Batman versus Superman was, I know some people hate the Affleck Batman, some people love it. I I think it's good. I'm not going to say it's the best, but I think it's good. Yep. I want to see what he can do with it, and I feel like, you know, Suicide Squad was just really, let's face it, cameo for yep. the most part, and in Batman versus Superman the script's a mess. So I feel like I want to see him just doing that in a a, a long, well thought script, in in really uh, taking on that leader of the Justice League, and I want to see those relationships develop, and I just want to see how Affleck does with with you know with that role. So I'm very excited for that movie.
0: Yeah uh ben affleck i still think him and him and gal gadot were the yeah. best parts of batman versus superman um and i think if they can bring those characteristics and now seeing the wonder woman movie and gal gadot like kill it again like please uh i think it's i think it's gonna yeah. be amazing um all right moving on to our next little topic unless there's anything else you want to say no, about no, no no. okay um We've talked about Justice League. Yep. We, we know there's going to be an Aquaman movie. Yep. We know there's going to be a Flash movie. They're having trouble Which, with directors. What, what is
1: first right now? What
0: is, is Justice League is am, next? Uh, Justice League is next because I uh, I think they're still messing around with the director for the Flash. Uh, and Aquaman. See, I thought Aquaman was going to come the sooner. The Batman movie has been kind of a mess, too, the solo yeah. Batman movie. So, yeah, I think we're going to get Justice League, and then, if they, I, then, then I think it's going to be I'm Aquaman.
1: hoping the, the success of Wonder Woman helps them generate the formula for those movies.
0: I agree uh but again we don't want to be all the same but i'm just saying
1: like i'm hoping it puts them on the right path
0: but this i was going to do a final countdown with this but i think it's just more of just like a kind of a spitball and 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 talk what other comic book properties or characters that haven't had a movie yet do you think that you'd like to see like how deep can they go
1: in any comic huh any Any any, comic comic? if we
0: want to stick to the big two marvel or dc
1: I mean, there's a, there's a few out of them, a few of them out there, but I, I mentioned I this
0: one's kind of a, uh, out of left field, but Plastic Man. I think Plastic Man would be it'd be very comedic, and it's like a guy with the powers of Mr. Fantastic, yep. Reed Richards, who is like I, I think a combination of Reed Richards and uh, Jim Carrey in The Mask, like just mm-hmm. like he's he's a former criminal, he gains this elasticity power, is trying to do good, and he's always cracking. He's I always cracking wise. He's I always was making a jokes. fan of
1: Shadowhawk <laughs> from Image. I'd like to see him come back. Yeah. The back the, the backbreaker, the disease or I mean, I don't think the HIV thing would apply today cuz that was a big right. part of his storyline, right. but I'm sure they could come up with like cancer or something and, and make it, you know, uh, something like that and I think that could be a really good movie as well. Um I think the best part about Shadow Hawk was the you know the first uh like seven issues, you didn't even know who he was. You didn't know who was behind the mask, which was very innovative for comics back then. So it would be nice to imagine seeing a movie start and you don't even know who the hero is. That'd be crazy. You think about it; you're guessing who the hero is from other characters.
0: You know what I'd love to see? A Deathstroke movie.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Because uh, Manu Bennett, who uh, is on Arrow, it was kind of pushing for a Deathstroke TV series, but I would love to see him on the big screen too. I mean, don't get me wrong; I would love a Deathstroke TV series mm-hmm. as well. But uh, if they could do that right, like a hitman, yep. like you know, going around with like super not superpowers, but as super reflexes and whatnot, I think it'd be really, really cool. And you could bring in his. Uh, his extended family, Jericho and Gar and, and, uh, and all those different... Uh,
1: I know they did a Red Sonja movie back in the day. Uh, maybe a
0: reboot of that might, yeah. might be a good idea. Our buddy Johnny Leathers is commenting right now. He says uh, he wants to see a Jimmy Olsen movie about him taking pictures of flowers. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe we should run that idea up to Warner Brothers and see what <laughs> develops.
1: Then Marvel can do a J. Jonah Jameson.
0: Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that'd be horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's. I think there'd be like there's tons of different characters mm-hmm. that you know they have at their their you know in their wheelhouse that they. Uh, what is it, Hawk and Dove? I would love to see a Hawk yeah. and Dove or a Cloak and Dagger. I know they're talking well, Cloak about and Dagger Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so
1: that that's that would be interesting. But that
0: that then leads into my final question, and actually Johnny Leathers, who is. Uh, watching right now actually is the one that sent me this. He sent me a message, just uh, a personal message. And I thought it was such a good question, I figured I'd bring it up on the show. Okay. Uh, Back in the day, we had westerns were huge. Yep. And uh, Steven Spielberg talked out a couple years ago that you know, he thinks that comic book, these big budget blockbusters, are going to eventually go the way of mm-hmm. the western, where it's going to become so oversaturated, specifically comic book movies, that it's going to lead to oversaturization. And I don't even know if that's a word, but it's going to be oversaturated and lead to less interest and the, the properties losing money, where it's going to kind of, there's going to be an ending point where it kind of kills off.
1: Well, I think everything ends sooner or later. <laughs> Nothing lasts forever. But I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Um, like, for me personally, like, I just don't see it. Westerns didn't have the commercialism behind them. Or in a different th- time. in a different time. So you think about all the product that's sold, all the comic books behind all this stuff. You know, Westerns didn't have comic books behind them that people are reading religiously. Right. You know, so that aspect's not going to go away. I think, will it come down? I think it'll come down, but I think it, will down, think it, will I be think it would be very hard. It won't be as prevalent at some point, but I think it be very hard to 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 say, "Oh, it's gonna die." Like,
0: well, I mean, so here's the thing: you you said you know the the marketing and whatnot behind it. Obviously, with the mouse, Disney behind yeah. Marvel, um, they're gonna keep turning along. But again, what if it stops becoming uh, profitable? You know what I mean? What if they start you know making movies just to make movies, similar to and not that i want to throw fox under the bus yeah. but the fantastic 4 reboots that they did which were just horrible horrible movies what if they they run out of ideas rather than rebooting you know are they going to reboot captain america like 3 or 4 times you know over the next like 30 years well that's why
1: you hope that the books keep coming with new characters
0: right but again i think i think a lot but of let's look
1: at it this way though the books have been rebooting for
0: 75 right, years but and I have been successful but i think i think what it is is that there's like childhood with to to that point as the the books create new heroes it's, we're going to have to have the kids getting involved with that, where I think less kids are reading and more adults are reading. Well,
1: but now let's, let's let's think about it like this. Let's look at Star Wars over the course of its career, right? Like Star Wars just as a whole. So you have people that fell in love with Star Wars, right, when they were kids. Right. And they, 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 they've tried to follow anything new, as far as movie-wise, comes mm. out, and they, they, they just clamor for uh, it. I, I think with Marvel, what's your point about the kids not reading as much? I think with the kids of this generation, I don't feel like I Enforce Awakens was great, Rogue One was great, but I still I still don't feel like the kids are paying as much attention to those as they are superheroes. Right. I still feel like the superhero genre is still bigger than Star Wars for kids. But
0: here's my point. So let's say that there's four Star Wars movies a year coming out. As a Star Wars fan, you're going to be watching all of those and they're starting to kind of like drudge the bottom of the barrel and making up characters. Are you going to be like, I got to go see this new Star Wars movie? Or is it going to get to the point where, you know what? I can skip this one because it's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, I, but but I think everything comes to an end. Like I right, said, I think everything. Right, but what I'm that, gets that, to that, and a point. I think that was Johnny's
0: point, and he, he made a mention. He said, you know, I just don't think it's as soon
1: as he may think.
0: Westerns died. No, well, it's, he he didn't give me a time frame. He just said, do you think the bubble will eventually burst? And to Steven Spielberg's point, when he talked about it yeah. a couple of years ago, he was saying he was making. I think it was the movie Lincoln. If uh, I don't know if I'm yeah. wrong, uh, I might be wrong, but I think he was saying here's a film that's a piece of art. Yeah. And it almost had to go straight to HBO because it was it wasn't a big blockbuster movie yeah, times change but that's what i'm saying i'm like the, the art form of filmmaking has changed or you know is it going to go back to an art when when people get sick of these big budget blockbusters well uh, that's it, the will point it will be,
1: will, have, will movies become more toned down in general
0: i don't know that's what i'm saying well that's that was i think what johnny kind of was like uh, inferring when he said that he was just like you know the bubble <laughs> is eventually gonna burst tight. thank you um and I, I think it is. I think there's going to get to a point. I don't think we're going to have, you know, five or six comic book no. m- movies coming out every year. We might get one. We might get two. And but I think I, it's I, I th- just, I just okay think there's
1: just too much behind it right now for it to die any time. But I'll tell you what.
0: I'll tell you what, listeners and viewers, I'm going to enjoy the ride while it lasts. because oh, hell yeah! I'm I'm loving all these movies that are coming out.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely, both the Star Wars franchises and the uh, the comic book movies.
0: Yeah, man, uh, really good stuff. Just looking to see if there's any other comments. Uh, Paul Tavares said the passing of the torch reboot and reboot and reboot. I agree. Uh, Johnny Leathers wants to see a Murphy Brown, Mary Tyler Moore, Lou Grant, and Jay Jonah Jameson reporter movie. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. So, anything else? Uh, we might have a kind of a, a short show, but anything no. else you want to add? All right. No. So let's let's do, let's wrap it up. No final countdown today. Uh, we, we've been missing Don two weeks in a row. Uh, he should be back next week. But let's talk about next week. Let's talk yeah, about so it was kind of what's, what's going coming forward. down the pipeline. Uh, next week, uh, tentatively, we have our old friend Scotty Medeiros. And we're going to just do a show. <laughs> I with love having Scotty on. So it might be a little bit more of a fun. cuss-worthy show. But we're going to just do a gigantic final countdown, our top five favorite movie characters in any genre. Yep. Um, so that should be interesting and lead to some good uh, Good discussion. discussion. Um, and then Prepare uh, for a long show, too. Yeah, it's going to probably be a long <laughs> show. But then coming up the rest of uh, June and maybe Game into of July, stuff, we're going to be ramping up for Game of Thrones. So we're going to have some different guests in. Uh, KB knows a couple people. Don uh, don, Don's don got a couple people that come on. We're going to be talking Game of Thrones. We're going to be reviewing the previous seasons. We're going to be t- doing some countdowns And if people characters. are interested
1: in coming on, they should let us know because we haven't booked anybody officially yet. Yeah, so, so. if
0: anybody is, uh, any of the fans out there would like to either... Uh, come in or comment. And you don't have to be on hits. camera either? Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, an off mic over you here. You don't want to so be on camera. You could be off camera and just talk on the mic and just hear your lovely voice. That would be great, too. Um, but yeah, so those are just things that we have planned coming down over the next uh, three to four weeks. Yeah, uh, and then Spider-Man Homecoming. And then we're going to preview Spider-Man Homecoming at some point, and yep. then... Um, we have tentatively our favorite Marvel correspondent, Joe Amaral. It mm-hmm. wants to come in to talk Spider Man Homecoming after it comes out. So be we Joey's th- like sixth time on the show. Yeah, jo- well, it's, it's anytime Marvel yeah. movies come out because Joey's not really into the DC stuff. He's just like penciling me in for Marvel movies. So I said, hey, why not? Yeah. So it's fourth person. Should be fun. Uh, KB. Uh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Johnny Leathers is talking Game of Thrones. Uh, says, can I just watch Ramsey getting punched for four hours on a loop? Uh, I could probably make that for you, Johnny. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be great. Like when Jon Snow and a little yeah. spoiler alert: Jon Snow is punching Ramsay in the face. I think it'd be great. It's very enjoyable. And that is the one that that w- that is correct, Johnny. Again, I don't want to go too spoilers. I mean, we're going to talk about it in a couple of weeks. But yes, you are correct, sir. Um, he was asking a question about uh, dogs, and we'll we'll touch upon that a little bit later. But uh, before we go out, KB, uh, you know, hit him with the the uh, the bat signal. What do we want to talk about? Uh covers of the week. Not not too many this week. Okay. Not for Marvel. I what else we got? I need to I need to have I we need got, to uh, I need to train Twitter. you Twitter. Speaking of the dogs Twitter. speaking of dogs, hold on. I need to train you. When we talk about, I need to say, check out our Facebook page for Covers of the Week. Yeah, well. Because if people are listening on audio and they hear Covers of the Week, they're not going to know what you're talking they about. They've been listening to us for a while now. They know what we're How talking about. How do you know? About. What if it's the first episode? that <laughs> For all you new listeners, that this is the first episode you're listening to because we're talking about a Wonder Woman movie and reviewing it. Thank you for joining us for the first time ever. What KB <laughs> meant to say was that please, Facebook Covers of the Week. Check out our Facebook page for your geek Jay podcast. Jay Free does
1: DC. I do Marvel. Blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to try to talk to him about not talking over me as well. Free Your geek podcast on. Uh, Facebook. I get to have
1: fun with you sometimes, Jeff.
0: Yes, he does Marvel covers every week. I do DC and variants. We put them up every week. I share them to our Instagram page, which is. You Free still doing geek. the Marvel calendar? I'm still doing the Marvel calendar. So check our Twitter and our Instagram, Free Your Geek on both of those, and uh, we have J mm-hmm. Free the Geek, J F R E E the Geek dot com. It's my personal website, and I kind of send things over there. I sometimes I've been slacking, but I write some articles and and do some of that stuff and mm-hmm. just post pictures and post the show on there and do all kinds of fun stuff. So check that out as well. Um, our friends at Game King, go check mm-hmm. out Game King in uh, Fall River. They, If you're ever into tabletop RPGs, they have pretty much everything, minis. Uh, they have pop figures, collectibles, comic books.
1: You just want to try a game.
0: Yeah, well, you weren't here there last time I ran the Marvel superhero. But they have that whole section of games. Well, they to do just have try. A whole, yeah. like
1: you ju- even just like regular board games. I actually want to bring. Do you want to try before
0: you buy. <laughs> uh, I actually want to be uh, bringing my. I have a Lord of the Rings Monopoly game that I want to give to them. So if anybody wants to play Monopoly in Mordor, it'd be great. Uh, before we go out, Paul said, uh, "Short and sweet, fellas. He enjoyed it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for yeah, watching." Thanks. Thank you for being a loyal viewer and listener to the Free Your Geek podcast. And Johnny Leathers also says it's a great show. He wants us to do a barrel roll. Uh, No, thank you. The only rolls I have, (laughs) I put butter on and I eat them. Um, What else do we got going on? Uh, Check out our sponsor, again, Pacheco's Furniture. Uh, They're having a huge 50% off sale uh, right now. Uh, They're on 663 Bedford Street in Fall River, Massachusetts. If you're moving, check them out. Ask them what the the rates are for if you want to move. That way you don't have to lug all those boxes. Check them out. Uh, what else we got? Check out again my buddy's podcast, the Bats, books. Bows, and Books podcast. Bows and Books. He's really like, he, he just did the Wonder Woman one. I listened to a little bit of it. He had the the entire score of the Wonder Woman movie playing in the background. It was phenomenal.
1: Um, Sometimes you, you miss being only audio, don't I, you? I
0: do miss being only audio for those, some of the creative stuff, but we're not going to worry about that. That's about all I got. Um, yeah. So yeah, give us any ideas. Anybody wants to talk about Game of Thrones? Send uh, you know in the comments right now. If you want to talk about which uh, comic book characters you want to see have their own movie, what you thought of Wonder Woman, please share it in the comments. Uh, Hit us up on Free Your Geek on Facebook, Free Your Geek Podcast.
1: We always look for good comments. I love comments. So KB, start your weekend with your geek friends. Hit them with the catchphrases. Get your geek on.
0: Bye, folks.